Welcome to the Sisterhood & Co. podcast. I'm your host, Harriet Blevins. This podcast is designed to empower, educate, and encourage women of all ages and stages of life in their walk with God. Our goal and intent is to provide you with the best content and topics relevant to your lives as Christians. We will have conversations with other leaders all along the way and discuss topics all of us want and need to hear. I'm so happy you're here, and I hope you enjoy the journey with me. Hello, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Sisterhood & Co. podcast. My name is Harriet Blevins, and I'm so happy you're here today. As always, I want to thank you for your time. I know there are a million other things you could be doing, so I appreciate your willingness to join me today. I always want our time together to feel like we are in mid-conversation with one another. Our last two episodes, we have been talking about transition and change and what that looks like. Last week, we talked about the loss that accompanies all change. I shared with you about the unspeakable loss my friend walked through and how the faithfulness of a good God carried her through it. He is truly the kindest one we know, and he is the only one who can carry us through those Um, what I would like to call dark nights of the soul. We also talked about ceremonializing the ending, letting go. It is so necessary to journey through the transitions and letting go is a part of the journey. So today we are going to talk about the in-between part. I have a quote from an American futurist named Marilyn Ferguson. And it says, it's not so much that we're afraid of change or so in love with the old ways, but it's that space in between that we fear. It's like being between trapezes. It's Linus when his blanket is in the dryer and there's nothing to hold on to. Some in-betweens could be waiting for the call for your second date with someone or waiting for the test results to return, either in a school setting or a medical situation. It could be waiting on the long nine months to finish while pregnant. Our family is now in this waiting time right now, waiting on our precious granddaughter's birth. It could be waiting to close on a new house or a new piece of land. Waiting. Waiting and all of the neutral zones requires a waiting Good times, isn't it? The Israelites experienced it too. For 40 years, they waited on their promised land, all while journeying through the wilderness, the neutral zone. There was nothing out there. I'm not going to read all the Exodus to you today. I trust you to do that in your own timing. The journey of the Israelites, though, is truly extraordinary. We've been talking a lot about it this semester at Sisterhood. But can you imagine year 27, hanging out, cruising through the desert, walking along, then that year collapses over into year 28, and pretty soon year 28 is year 29. Ugh, can you even imagine what that was like? The neutral zone is a type of winter of sorts. It's a time when the seed is deep in the ground, but there's nothing visible to the natural eye yet. The ships are now burned. The goodbyes have been said. And there is no going back now. But the new hasn't fully come into view either. Many have buyer's remorse at this part of the journey. Remember the Israelites last week. We should have stayed in Egypt. We've said goodbye, you know, to this area of comfort. And now we are in an area of discomfort. This area is usually the greatest uncertainty 
times of uncertainty and fears. Also, it can be the greatest time of growth, innovation, and progress. Everyone has to go through it, and there are no exceptions. We want to manage our way through it so the best parts are maximized and the worst parts are minimized. The entire world, globally, has been in a transition for the last couple of years. Every single person, I mean, unless maybe you live in some hut out in the middle of a jungle or somewhere. I've heard that teen suicide is up over 600%. That is a tragic ending to the neutral zone. It is a place where we have to remind ourselves again and again, I am letting go of those losses and I am choosing my response. I am letting go of those losses and I am now choosing my response. So the ships are on fire. Now what? In the neutral zone, you could go back to the old way. You could give up or you could quit and stay. And that is the worst. These people, they don't leave, but they don't help either. They just grow in negativity and bitterness. Quitting and staying is horrible, and we want to avoid this at all cost. Do you know someone who is in a transition right now? I bet you do. They need two things. They need care and concern. They need reassuring that everything will be okay again. Everything will return to normal at some point. It just may be not what it was before. Allow them the space and the bandwidth to deal with the loss. It helps to know that others have been through it too. It is also important to remember that change doesn't take place overnight. Well, change might, but transition does not. I've given you the example of moving into a new house. And you know that example. That change happens pretty fast, right? One night you slept at one address, and then the next night you were at a new address. But that's just the external. The same thing happened with the Israelites. One night they were in Egypt, and the next night they were journeying through the wilderness. It happened just that fast. But inwardly, change happens much more slowly, like an emotional wilderness of sorts. It's a time when you're not quite sure who you are and what is real. Remember that lovely pandemic time that we all just came through. You weren't a homeschooling family when you went into the pandemic, but bam, all of a sudden, now you are, or then you were, or many people found themselves in that kind of situation. It happened overnight. But the transition to that took weeks or even months, and you may even still be in it. We all feel a bit like Hamlet from William Shakespeare, to be or not to be. Like the Marilyn Ferguson quote that I just read, we feel as though we have nothing to hold on to while waiting for a new trapeze to appear. Everything is in flux and no one has the answers. There are some dangers to the neutral zone. The first one is anxiety. Anxiety can rise and motivation falls. We do this out of self-protection. Our anxiety level goes up, and when that happens, the motive, our motivation to go into the new will often fall. Usually it's self-protective out of fear. Number two, your productivity suffers. People usually miss more work during neutral zone times of their lives. 
Number three, old weaknesses will emerge in full blaring strength. Things that have been previously patched over in your lives, now they're screaming at you again, and you didn't even know that old weakness was still there. Number four, your priorities get confused. Important things are often left undone. Number five, we can become polarized. Discord arises, loyalty undermined. Number six, we are vulnerable to attack from the outside because the enemy can smell discord. Okay, all of this sounds a bit serious about the neutral zone, and it is. And it is a very key time, but I want to give you the good news today. It can absolutely be normalized. We expect to move from old to new easily and quickly. But this isn't going this isn't like you and I just walking across the street. It is a journey from one identity to another, and it takes time. It's exactly like the wilderness that Moses led them through, 40 years. Not because they were lost, but because the generation that had known Egypt, that generation had to die off before they could enter the promised land. That sounds crazy, doesn't it? Even discouraging. And what does that mean for us today? What has to die off for us to navigate the neutral zone? Well, one thing is our outlook. You can't hold on to the old outlook. You got to let it go. Your attitudes, number two. Number three, your values. Sometimes your values have to die off in order to navigate the neutral zone. Your self-image, number four. And number five, any old ways of thinking. Now, it won't take you 40 years, but it may take you longer than a few weeks, too. It isn't wasted time. It isn't meaningless waiting. It's a time to reorient and redefine. Winter turning into spring. We need to know that it's okay to feel somewhat nervous and confused at this time. The temptation here is to just follow anyone during this time who seems like they know what they're doing. Unfortunately, we often follow troublemakers and others who are headed toward the exit when God is actually calling us to stay and get better, to make the full transition over to a new beginning. The French have a term for this. It's, uh, they call it de brûlez-vous, and it means to sort it out. Now, what does this mean for us? Well, I'll tell you a story. During World War II, there was a French army unit isolated in the Sahara Desert. They couldn't get fresh supplies to them very easily, and they were running out of literally everything. A Red Cross clothing shipment reached them, but none of the clothing had sizes inside of them that they could read. It wasn't legible. The commander gave each man a shirt and a pair of pants and two shoes, and he told them, Debrulez-vous. Sort it out. And they began rushing about, throwing the clothes, and trying to find the best fit for each man. The result was amazing because almost everyone had clothing that fit them except for one soldier who was left with two left shoes. It is a reminder that most of us can work through the neutral zone if we protect them, encourage them, and give them the structures and opportunities that they need during that time. I want to end today with our scripture passage. Take these words as your own. Own them for yourself and, and, um, and for your family, for your own neutral zone that you may be walking in. 
It's from Deuteronomy, and it's uh, chapter 8, verses 1 through 10. I'm going to read it to you. All the commandments that I'm commanding you today, you shall be careful to do that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to your to give to your forefathers. And you shall remember all the way which the Lord your God has led you in the wilderness these 40 years, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you be hungry. He fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you understand that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by everything that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell these 40 years. Thus you are to know in your heart that the Lord your God was disciplining you just as a man disciplines his son. Therefore, you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs flowing forth in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, and a land where you shall eat food without scarcity, in which you shall not lack anything, a land whose stories are, I'm sorry, whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are satisfied, you will bless the Lord your God for the good land that he has given to you. These were some of Moses's words to them on the very day that they would cross over into the promised land. That is very powerful. It took 40 years to get Egypt out of Israel, but it only took one day to get Israel out of Egypt. That is something, isn't it? 40 years to get the Egypt out of them, but only one day for them to actually get up and move and leave Israel. It is imperative to know that God will not leave us here. He doesn't lead us into nothingness. He will provide for every single need that we have. Everything we need in the wilderness, he will. It may feel like it's a no man's land, but when God is leading us, it isn't. And pretty soon, we will look up and see the promised land on the horizon with our very own eyes. This week, I want you to identify someone, it may be yourself, that's going through the neutral zone. Most of us know someone who is in the midst of this right now. Make a point to encourage them and let them know they are not alone in it. Let them know that everything will be okay again because a new day is is coming. And on our next episode, we are going to turn the page. I want to pray for you today as we end. Dear Father, Thank you for leading us in our lives. Thank you for helping us navigate the neutral places. Help us to see others who may be struggling in the same area and be able to offer help and comfort. Help us to not misstep and take matters into our own hands. Help us to learn how to debrulez-vous, to sort it out. We love you and we thank you, Lord, for your love for us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I have today's tip ready for you. It may sound crazy, but stay with me. If we want to level up our lives and get better in all aspects, that means that we need to keep short accounts and do the work to stay mentally and emotionally healthy. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And over time, these can take a beating in the falling world which we live 
your soul can become tired and exhausted, not because other people desire to be mean or rejecting of you, but because they themselves are broken and trying to live in this same fallen world as you and I are. If you need counseling to get you past the place of pain and hurt, then go get it. This happened to me a few years ago the greatest emotional pain I had ever known. And honestly, I pray I never have to walk through that again. But I decided to get better and not bitter, and no one else could do it for me. I found a wonderful counselor and began talking and talking and talking until I was able to put all of that into a healthy and good place. To take all the responsibility of what was mine, which is a very important step, and then to release what wasn't mine to be responsible for. It was total freedom. I wish I hadn't waited so long to get that handled. So take a word of advice from me and don't wait. Okay, that's all I have for you today. Thank you again for joining with me today on the journey. I will see you next episode. Go make your life awesome.